Welcome to another episode of Before You Kill Yourself with your host, Leo Flowers. I am Leo Flowers. Today, we're going to talk about self-care during the holidays. We've just experienced uh, Thanksgiving and Halloween, but we still have a month of Christmas, New Year's Eve, And then, I mean, we kind of roll into the Super Bowl season, Valentine's Day season, 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 seasons. But specifically what we want to talk about today are self-care during the holidays. I am one who gets caught up in the hustle and bustle of the holidays, more eating, more drinking, more traveling, more uh, socializing. To the point where it just feels overwhelming. Where more spending, <laughs> I spend so much. I I was just in Vegas and I spent so much money on myself. Very selfish. Spent a lot of money on myself, uh, and I actually I actually feel I feel pretty good about it. I don't I don't feel too bad about it. But it, it's just something about the holidays where. more just seems to be the way to go. And for some of us, that can feel overwhelming, undaunting, or undaunting, daunting, um, and just stressful. It can really get chaotic because there's also more chaos, more travel, more uh, bumping into people, rushing around. And it's like, I just want to chill. So today we're going to talk about how do we take care of ourselves during the holiday season? Uh, one of the things that we want to consider is actually scaling down our holiday activities. Tranquilo, instead of ramping things up, let's tone things back. You know, in the spring, we think about spring cleaning, getting rid of things. But I like to think of the holiday seasons as a season to s- slow things down. We're not getting rid of things but we can slow things down, right? Instead of succumbing to that pressure of more, 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 we can focus on quality over quantity. And that means being selective about the events we attend, the commitments we make, the food and drinks we consume. We don't have to drink and consume everything that's placed in front of us. I know you put your heart and soul into that cake. I know that this is uh, an eggnog that uh, you only make once a year and you got some ingredients from Argentina or whatever. Um, but that does not mean that I have to consume all of it uh, to the point where now I feel bloated, heavy, lethargic, my skin breaks out. <laughs> I'm gassy, burpy, farty. That's not fun for me at all. And now you go from wearing like the Christmas sweater to the Christmas hoodie to hide the belly. Oh, the Christmas hoodie. How is that not an invention, people? Come on. Um, The other way we can scale back is instead of hitting the gym for intense cardio and weightlifting sessions. I have so many friends doing like P90X and Insanity or or they got that bike. Uh, what was the bike? I forget the name of the bike that people have in their homes that uh, they ride and you can watch a video of someone yelling at you or, I'm sorry, encouraging you to keep moving forward. 
But, you know, yeah, we usually think of this time of the year of like, oh, yeah, I'm going to lose a couple pounds so I can eat more, um, you know, during the holidays. And really, we can just think about scaling things back. And instead of increasing the intensity of our weightlifting or our cardio, we can do yoga, tai chi. We can go for bike rides, take up swimming, uh, go on some, you know, mild hikes. Just giving ourselves a much-needed mental and emotional reset instead of going for that boost or trying to get into beast mode, right? It's really about finding movement that nurtures rather than exhausts our bodies. The other thing that we can do to take care of ourselves during the holidays is limit our social, or I don't even want to say limit our social interactions. That's not fun. Who wants to limit themselves? But we can reconfigure our social interactions. A lot of times people want to meet at crowded bars or people are stepping all over you or spilling a drink on you or a restaurant that could be loud with music uh, blaring. Um, Opt for a more serene, chill setting. Go for a walk around the lake, a cozy coffee shop. You know, Leo Flowers loves a cozy coffee shop. I could be, I could live in a cozy coffee shop if they let me. Um, or even just a quiet night in with a good book or a movie. That can be just as fulfilling as hanging out with friends. And sometimes we feel guilty, right? Because even, even myself, I travel a lot and I'm in San Diego and I have a lot of friends who live in Los Angeles, and I feel guilty because they invite me to these events, and I, I say no uh, because uh, oftentimes it's because I just got back from traveling, and I'm trying to reset, reconnect with myself, and I go, man, if I keep saying no, eventually they're going to stop inviting me, and then when I really want to hang out, they're not going to be there. They're going to be like, what? Uh, I didn't even know we're still friends. You never say yes to my invites. So there's also, you know, I understand that fear of missing out and then that fear of, of kind of being left out, of, of being abandoned or for people just stop inviting me because we say no to things. But if right now, if this year is the year that has just felt so chaotic or even your, your home situation, you know, uh, being with the family is too chaotic. We really have to find gentle ways of honoring ourselves, nurturing ourselves, and taking care of ourselves. And it, it may come at the cost of sacrificing a, a friendship or two, but our real friends are always our real friends. I have friends that I talk to maybe every, like, once a year or every three years. But when they call or when I call, we talk. And we talk as if no time has passed. So you really take the time to uh, give yourself time it, instead of feeling like um, you have to accept every invitation that's coming your way. And as I mentioned earlier, uh, there's this idea, we all know about the detox, right? De um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a detox. I'm going to do a fast. And it usually comes after a binge. <laughs> we, feel, we feel so horrible after our binge, uh, so, so overweight or so whatever, that we go, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to detox next year. I, I promise I'm going to go on a fast. 
And so, but I but I'm encouraging the idea of a pre-tox or a preset, right? Rather than waiting for the new year to make a resolution, why not take a proactive approach now? Consider giving up alcohol, caffeine, or sugary drinks during the holidays. It's a chance to reset our body, mind, and set a positive tone for the coming year. So get on that pre-tox, that preset, right? We don't have to wait for 2024. We don't have to wait for the new year. We can do that now. And we can give it up, you know, uh, temporarily. You know, we can just put that to the side, the alcohol, the caffeine, the sugary drinks, the whatever it is, even social media. You know, I've shared before when I am on a cruise ship, I uh, eliminate social media from my phone. I don't even watch the news, and I, I really limit how much TV I watch to the point where sometimes I'll give my remote control to another comedian who's in another room so that I, I can't turn the TV on. Because once I, I start you know, watching TV, then I'm in, and it's ridiculous to be traveling to these beautiful, amazing, ancient places with so much history and story behind them that I'm inside watching Emily in Paris, right? It just seems like to be in Paris and watching Emily in Paris seems ludicrous. So, uh, you know, find a way to, to pre-tox, to preset, to take care of yourself uh, instead of going through the typical detox and fasting because we've ate, drank, binged so much that uh, now we must purge ourselves of our sins. And another way we can navigate this you know, chaotic holiday season uh, is to remember that self-care is not selfish. It's a necessary foundation for showing up as the best version of ourselves for our loved ones. Because I don't know about you, but I feel like every family has that one family member who does the eating, drinking, and and all the things too much to where they cause a scene or a fight or, you know, that's all the family is talking about then for the next three months. Um, and so we don't want to be that person. We want to be the person who is going into 2024, hitting the ground, running, and taking care of ourselves. And, you know, and with that said, I'd like to address a myth that um, suicides increase in the, uh, during the holidays. They actually don't. And one of the reasons is, um, there's, it actually spikes more in the, in the spring, but one of the reasons, and, and this is my theory, is that during the holiday season, for us who are experiencing suicidal ideations, um, we, during the holiday seasons, we experience seasonal affective disorder. Uh, the acronym is SAD, S-A-D, Seasonal Affective Disorder. And if you know anything about seasonal affective, affective disorder, it mimics depression, right? So we could be feeling low, tearful, low energy, lethargy, loss of interest in things, feeling a bit irritable, difficulty concentrating, feeling guilty, sleep issues, changes to appetite, reduced sex drive, uh, wanting to avoid people, 
And and that could also come with some suicidal thoughts, right? But the main thing is is that it's uh, it's a more depressive symptom. When we think about suicidality, uh, that's that requires energy. So we know that people who are are extremely depressed typically don't have the energy to end their lives. And so I think that's part of the reason why it, during the holiday seasons we uh, the numbers actually go down. And then in the spring, when the sun is up, there's more sun, uh, there's more energy. It's a, it's a bit more of a manic time. Um, people's... Um, usually have to switch their meds in the spring. There's so much that happens in the spring that contribute to to more of a spike then. So if you're one of those people that's experiencing seasonal affective disorder, and you typically notice this in yourself, and I for sure noticed it on myself. Um, I'm in San Diego, so it's not as uh, intense as it was when I lived in Chicago, uh, but definitely still noticeable. Uh, to some degree, but I've, I've, you know, I've learned how to manage it. But for, for those of you who have a history of experiencing seasonal affective disorder, then you, then you definitely need to take this time to do a, a pre-tox or a preset or just taking care of yourself and slowing things down, but not eliminating things, right? Not getting rid of things, but we definitely can take more time for ourselves. And the beauty is because people are traveling more, I find I find that I enjoy the city better, the area if I'm not traveling, if I'm staying in town, then I'm like, wow, the streets are quiet, especially New Year's Eve morning. It's so quiet. It's such the opposite of a Black Friday sale, right? Black Friday morning, it's it's insanity or Cyber Monday or, uh, you know, all of these different names, Small Business Saturdays, that that day after, the day after Christmas, that morning is so quiet. I love it. Or even the morning of Christmas is, is really kind of quiet. And then the day after New Year's is extremely quiet. I mean, every not everyone, but a lot of people are hungover or exhausted um, from the night's uh, festivities. So find a way that works for you. And, 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 you know, obviously it's not about taking all of the advice that I shared, but listening to what resonates with you. I know for the holidays uh, this year, I'll be on a cruise ship for two weeks, and um, and then I'll, I'll be getting home just at, New Year's Day, which, you know, then we'll have a New Year's Eve party, or not New Year's Day, but New Year's Eve, and we'll have a party that night, we'll have some friends over, but it'll be intimate, it'll be people that we know, not people that we have to, like, entertain or or get on our side, these are friends that we typically spend New Year's Eve with, and so we have a rhythm, we have a rhythm that we can fall into. And so I, would, I won't feel a need to perform or, or be anything extra. I can be, and, uh, and we can we'll relax and play some games. We'll probably play Heads Up or Taboo or something like that. But uh, 
But, you know, I know for some of us, you know, we don't have that. Sometimes going home can be so, so tense. So I'm going to do another episode about um, how to avoid conflict during the holidays. So this, this episode was about self-care, taking care of yourself during the, the holidays. But we're going to do another episode on how to avoid conflict if we do decide to spend time with our family and you have one of those families where things can get a bit testy. So uh, take seven seconds and please share this episode with one other person, just one other person. And then send them a little message about which one of these that you like, oh, uh, that you need to practice. Like, do you need to scale back on your workouts or do you need to drink less? Or, or you can even um, send it to someone who can be an accountability partner for you of like, hey, um, I'm going to, you know, pre-tox or preset with social media. You might use this time to say, hey, I'm going to be off social media for the month of December or January or what have you. Um, but, but send a little message when you send a link. I, to me, that makes it more meaningful uh, versus the person receiving the link and being like, why are you sending this to me? I really... <laughs> So thank you for sharing. Thank you for listening. Um, and, I, and I hope that you find something that you're looking forward to in the next 24 hours. Remember, this podcast is not a substitute for you calling to get help. You can call 988 or any of the 1-800 numbers that are listed in all of the show notes. You can chat, talk, text. You can go to thrivewithleo.com for one-on-one coaching with yours truly. Let's get to tomorrow together.